Hey there, lifestyle, clothing optional thrill seekers. Ed and Phoebe here, and we've got a spicy announcement. Brace yourselves for Libertine Events 2024, the ultimate takeover experience, and it's gonna be wild. Find your tribe with Libertine Events, where you have access to private group chats, host-run seminars, and event surprises around every corner. Dive into the sultry world of Miami Vices this May, but hurry quick. It's already 70% sold out. You don't want to miss this opportunity to hang out with hosts like We've Got a Thing, Casual Swingers, Hump Day Quickies, and Expansive Connection, along with the driving force behind the whole event, Wanderlust Swingers. Save the dates in October because Libertine Events is bringing the heat to San Antonio with Senses 2024. We'll be there, as well as Average Swingers, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, Casual Swingers, Expansive Connection, DJ Life of Spice, and of course, Wanderlust Swingers. Be sure to use promo code SWINGERU, S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U, when you purchase your tickets to spice up your experience and support Swinger University. Once again, that's promo code SWINGERU. S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U at checkout. Get your tickets by clicking on the link in the show notes or visiting swingeruniversity.com slash libertine. Welcome to Swinger University, your horizontal enrichment program. A new kind of accelerated learning program. Here are your hosts, Ed and Phoebe. Hi, this is Ed. And this is Phoebe. Today we're talking about the things you may do that jeopardize your chances at a swinger experience. We're going to list 20 items pertaining to physical attributes, personality, networking, teamwork, sensitive topics, participation, <laughs> and kinks. Item number one, swinger sites. Join the correct site for your area, pay the fee, and you'll get emails. We've talked about this before in one of our early episodes on how to get connected with parties, hot dates, events, and couple dates in your community. So check out the Swinger apps that are in your area. And it's hard to know exactly which one is your area until you try a couple out and see how many people are there. So do a search, see how many Swingers come back in your city, and that'll help you to decide which app best meets your needs. We just acquired a new listener to our podcast who lives in our city that didn't even know about the hotel takeovers we go to three to four times a year. Right. And they've been swinging for a while. So I maybe they're a little new. I don't know. But I don't know how they missed it. So we quickly turned them on to that. Yeah. So get the word out, like we said, because there are swingers who are missing out on all the fun. <laughs> right. Number two, physical appearance. Update your wardrobe. I've done it several times and and the longer i swing the more as ed would say slutty my <laughs> my clothing gets 
Phoebe I call is it... flaunting what she's already had for a long <laughs> time. She's flaunting what she's got more than she used to. It's amazing how comfortable you start to get when you start running around naked all the time. <laughs> I, I'm very comfortable with you running around naked. <laughs> I appreciate it. A lot of people step up their fitness as well. It gives you more confidence. It generates more testosterone. You generally just feel better. Even if your goal isn't to, you know, lose weight or, you know, tone up, that physical activity is going to make you feel confident. It does something for you. If anything, it helps with your stamina to stay up late at oh, the parties. That, that or too. Or fuck longer. Or fuck longer. Um, <laughs> and, and just as a note, too, I didn't say it when Phoebe had mentioned updating wardrobe, but guys, this applies to you as well. Put the jeans and the T-shirt back in the drawer. Those mm-hmm. are great for going and hanging out at the bar with your buddies. Not so much for swinging. Well, yeah. Dress to impress. I agree. Put a little effort in. I agree. Hygiene. Obvious. Some of this is obvious. Right, everyone shower ahead of time, freshen up if you've had a long drive or you feel like you're sweating while dancing. We always when we get to the hotel, we even though I showered that morning, I freshen up again before I go to the dance floor and I use a, a product I'm going to do a product review on this product called Loom. It's basically like a uh, oh, what is it? What's the word? baking soda no i can't remember what it's made of now it's like a very natural deodorant keeps you smelling fresh so when you're sweating on the dance floor and stuff you don't stink so that's really really nice um obviously brush your teeth use the mouthwash if you don't if you're not a mouthwash user use it anyway yeah Yeah. um get the little breath mints make sure your deodorant's great if you're a deodorant user and not an antiperspirant user switch to antiperspirant that night because you're going to probably need a little extra protection. Um, Go easy on your cologne and perfume because I can't tell you how many times I run into people with too much of it and it's just, it's stuck on me and I can't get it off. It's like everywhere and it's... It'll actually kind of turn your stomach too if it's a little too strong. It's such such a strong scent. Right. Whether you really like it or you don't like it, it can be overwhelming either way. Um, There are many, many times I've had to just, yeah. Yeah. And, of course, wash your hands before you play. Right. You would wash your hands before you stuck anything in your mouth. Why wouldn't you wash your hands before you stuck your fingers in somebody else? Thank you, Ed. Perfection. It does not exist. Don't hold out for perfection, but you can strive for perfection if you want. Right. Oh, by the way, that was a number four, perfection. Most people don't care, and they don't even notice. In fact, Ed saw this great video the other day. Was it a video, or or was it another podcaster, and he was talking about uh, what men think about when oh, yeah. they're with a woman? It, yeah, it was a video, um, and I, I can't remember what they what the context of it was. I think it was a swinger podcast and it was a, a clip that they'd grabbed from him. But basically the guy, I, I wish I'd written it down or saved it, but it was basically women <laughs> stop listening to yourselves. Listen <laughs> to the men. And it was basically like, get your fine ass over here and let me do things to you. Cause I love it. Yeah. 
I love the way you look, whether you're skinny or tall or short or fat, whatever. It don't matter. Get your fine ass over here. Yeah, I know. He was so great. It was it was awesome. It was awesome. He's like the thighs, the butt, the arms, the face, all of it. We don't think about what's missing, what's 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 wrong, what's got a dimple, what's got a curt, you know, what's got a wrinkle. He's like, we don't look at that. We don't see all we see is sexy. So yep. just get over here and start having some fun. And I just loved it. I just loved it. So Words it's very true. By. Yes. So let's see. And, uh, and what that comes down to is yes. confidence is sexy. Correct. So if you stop worrying about how you look and you just start worrying about having a good time and exuding confidence, even if you have to fake it till you make it, you will be sexier. Yes. And now I think we're on number five. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to probably lose count as we go. So another perfection. Don't, as far as like income and education, et cetera. Right. Don't actively try to date up or match up. I mean, don't make that your main focus. If you want to, I, I absolutely do it. If you want to approach a couple that you think might be a little out of your league, Absolutely. Go for it. Sure. Absolutely. Don't let that hold you back. But 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 don't don't make that like your your only l- limit. Right. You don't limit yourself is basically what I'm trying to say. Right. And and you're not looking for that ultimate couple. You're looking for fun. You're looking for casual, sexy time. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this isn't a life partner, folks. This is a for the next <laughs> couple hours partner. Yeah. But but sometimes these individuals become really good friends, even lifetime friends sure. or friends for several years. Maybe you don't play with them for several years because you you've you've stuck them in the friend zone. And then one weekend you decide to go away and have a good time. Don't have any expectations, but you bring your backup hoe bag just in case like a good swinger does. Yep. And you never know. You might just get really lucky with people that were stuck in the friend zone. Right. Right. Friends that you've had for a long time. And next thing you know, everybody's naked and fucking fucking right there in the middle of the camp. It happens. It does. I'm telling you. It has happened. Yes. Age. Age is just a number. I think we're on number six. Yes. Try not to think of them as old as your kids if they're more younger than you don't try not to think about that because we have thought those thoughts before and yet Mm -hmm. we have slept with some young people and we were like oh my god that was so fun and and honestly you don't really know their age you're not checking their 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 you don't so they could just have really good genes and they just look really young so stop assuming that they're the same age as your kids or that they're the same age as your parents for that matter right and just have a good time they're fun interesting people they're consenting adults period just leave it at that right right Back to what you said earlier. You're not looking for a lifetime relationship. You're looking for two hours of fun. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about things that are just across the board, fun and sexy, places you've gone, Mm -hmm. great foods you've tried, maybe sports if you're into sports. Right. But keep it fun and sexy. 
Want an adventure that will give you memories for a lifetime? We've been on three bliss cruises and they were filled with daily sexy activities, great conversations, evening theme parties, and exciting memories. There's something for everyone, no matter where you are in your lifestyle journey. All are welcome. Book your cruise through our link and create your unforgettable experience, moments, and smiles. Visit swingeruniversity.com forward slash vacations and book your trip today. Teamwork. Being on the same page with your partner is really important. Yeah. We we would always have this this um play review if you want to put it on the sports theme, you know, how you feeling and I, where you at? Are you nervous? What's what's your trigger? Do you think, right. you know, are you feeling good? You feeling excited? You feeling what? And so we'd always check in before, we check in once we get there. Yeah. Cuz if you're not on the same page, mm-hmm. just like the velociraptors can sense Yes. Yes. Other swingers can sense people not being on the same page <laughs> and and being kind of out of tune with each other. It's it's kind of a weird thing, but you go mm. he's excited, she's, she's checking not. her watch or looking around right. or doing something. You start to pick up on those nonverbal signals mm-hmm. and it's just it's kind of off putting because you're like, is it my breath? <laughs> or is she just not into this? Like, what's going on? I don't understand. And you won't always be on the same page every single time you go to an event. There's plenty of times that we've not been on the same page. I'm right. just not feeling it that night. I tried, you know, we, and it just it didn't work out. But at least it was a success because we got dressed. We went out. We had a date night. And we met and talked with really interesting and sexy people and and made some contacts. Yeah. Contacts. So we didn't maybe get to play that particular night, but it was still a plus. Yeah. And I think part of that too is because we're because we were on the same page. I mean, some early experiences we weren't on the same page and we figured that out pretty quickly when we got ourselves into trouble. Um, <laughs> but now now that we're really on the same page and we know how to get on the same page, um, we don't set the other couple up or couples up for a weird dynamic with us, right? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's important. Exactly. Have each other's backs. Uh, kind of limit the whole inside jokes and sarcasm and things like oh, that. Oh yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. a little off-putting. Yeah, that's um, off-putting. Y- you get used to it with your own kind of like marital banter right you know you and your partner fine we've seen couples that uh acted like junior high school kids where Mm -hmm. it was almost like him pushing her and pulling her top down and that was his idea of fun and for us it was fucking disturbing it was really weird to watch (laughs) uncomfortable i didn't like it it was like yeah okay you were hot about five seconds ago and now Now? we're gonna go we got to we got some place got to, to go go so yeah same with sarcasm keep it to a minimum um you know if you're a sarcastic type of personality i get it and don't don't change but maybe try and keep it to a minimum if if others um aren't if, if basically comes down to 
be yourself, but you are still trying to connect with other people. So if they're not getting your joke or your sarcasm, don't force it upon them. They are an audience. You have to read your audience, right? You're trying to attract them to your trap. Totally. So don't don't offend them. Watch Modify those verbal cues, right? Yeah. The body language. Right. If every time you say something, they flinch a little. Maybe dial it down Maybe a little. Dial bit. it down a little. Yeah. Bit. Yeah, right. All right. Flexibility, meeting a couple at, you know, different locations, Mm -hmm. maybe halfway between restaurant, bar, whatever you, you know, be flexible in that Um, at your house, at their house, whatever. Paying for dinner or drinks. Typically one person would would cover. And then if we met the second time, we would cover. Right. Or vice versa. Or or even just go Dutch and. Right. Each couple splits the check halfway. Sure. We don't noodle about the subtle differences between she had two glasses of wine and we nah. one. Nah. It, like, forget the details. Just kind of. Yeah. It kind of. Yep. It works out. Yeah. Karmically or the next date. It'll yeah. work out. And be flexible with covering the room cost. We've, we've, we've been with people that have already covered the room cost because they're say they're downtown. They're already downtown for a great night and they're out doing their thing and they happen to post a hot date at the same time. So if the hot date works out, then they have a hotel. If it doesn't work out, then they still have a hotel and they still have each other and they had their date. So typically if that happens, no one really asks you to, you know, pony up, you know, if they've already got the room, but we have also been in situations where we did say, Hey, you know, let, would you like to go get a room? We'll split the cost. Right. Exactly. So, you know, it's it all depends on how you want to do it. Just be flexible. Introverted wallflowers. Yeah. So you got to get those dark groups of us that are kind of in our own shell. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we've learned, we're, I'm just going to start that whole thing over. Being an introvert or a wallflower. Some of us have worked very hard to come out of our shelves. Mm -hmm. And you, you really force yourself to interact with other people. And eventually it starts to become more and more comfortable. It's the whole fake it till you make it. And the more you practice something, the easier it gets. As we all know, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Just pretend you're acting. Yeah. This is, this is what gets me by the whole time. You know, and there's some pretty easy techniques for stuff like this. Talk to at least three couples at an event. Yep. Forces you to get up off your seat, walk around the room, walk up to people. Yep. And eventually that just becomes comfortable. I can never, ever sit down at an event. That's my kryptonite. If I sit down, it we are dead in the water. Yep. Nothing happens. I have to keep moving. Otherwise You're like a shark. I I I am. And I figured that out. I figured that out. When we used to go to these, I used to always sit yeah. and wait. It just it sucks it, the the fun right out of the party. As soon as yeah, you, sit down. you you cannot do that. You yeah. absolutely cannot. Now, if you're engaged in a conversation with a couple and you need to rest your feet, absolutely sit down for a little bit. Sure. But as soon as the conversation starts to slow down a Get little bit. Get up and bit, go. Go dance, <laughs> take them with you. Yeah. Something. 
Yes, um, exactly. Another really simple technique for kind of getting out of your shell, compliment people. Mm-hmm. You look great, great tie, mm-hmm. those shoes are sexy, something. It's a conversation starter. Yes. I would even say, be honest. Mention that it is your first time, that you're new. People are really happy to take you under their wing. And you become instantly real. Why? Because you're revealing something that's very honest and kind of raw. Kind of intimate. Kind of intimate. Like, hey, I'm new. We're new in this thing. And and. It's instantaneous how people warm up to you. Oh my gosh. Da, da, da. And people are so helpful and they really want to. Because people empathize. They do. So you Every have that instant connection. Started out new and was in that yes. exact same situation. So people, people get it and it's a really good bonding opportunity. I agree. I agree. Next one. Hang with the professionals. I will say newbies and dabblers can tend to bail on dates. Right. And, you know, you're just, I get it. It's not a negative thing. It's everyone's just trying to figure it out. Right. Yeah. And stuff They're comes nervous. up. They're, They're nervous. nervous. Yeah. They're trying to juggle life and, and all the feelings and things that come along with it. More experienced swingers are more likely to invite you to a party. If you're soft swap, it's an opera or full swap. Um, it's an opportunity to learn, watch, and experiment with little to no peer pressure. So don't don't take yourself out of the game just because you're soft and you're not full. Um, people aren't going to know that. And honestly, people don't even ask you that. Uh, not a lot of people do, unless you're you're doing a one you know a one on one with that couple, right. just you four in their room and they happen to be full and that's their preference they they will ask you that um but if it's a group party no no one cares there's something for everybody in a group party yeah and honestly for the first half of the party three quarters of the party it's mostly playtime starts it's just social engagement you're just having conversations with people so social engagement and it's usually soft anyway so yeah yeah just go for it have a good time yeah so target those professionals don't be intimidated i say go for it get yourself in there get in that game okay next topic sensitive topics these are things that either a you should avoid completely or b be very careful and wait for the opportunity for it to be brought up oh my but i'm going to say you probably shouldn't be talking about these things at all. Oh, God. Okay, because. what are these things? Well, they're the same things you don't talk to your family about during Thanksgiving. Oh, oh okay. Politics, religion. Ah. Not sexy. No. Uh, not in the bedroom or some <laughs> kind of a fun event. Right. Nobody wants to hear about these things. Uh, they're having a good time. And you're, you got a 50-50 chance of offending somebody. Right. Right. Uh, for either one of those, m- maybe higher or lower, depending on where you are. Right. Even if you know the couple and are very comfortable oh. having these kinds of conversations, mm. the people around you may not be comfortable with the conversation. Oh. So even though you haven't seen your old buddy and you want to catch up on your local politics, don't talk about it at an event. 
you could be turning everybody around you, all of your potential play partners, away. Ding, ding, ding. So, Got it. It's not a good thing. Okay. And where they work. Don't want to do that. Really yeah, a lot either. of times people don't want to talk about their workplace or their job title or whatnot because they're nervous about people knowing where they work. Right. You know, that's like the outside world and potentially their employment in jeopardy. Yeah. If that were to get out. Most people are comfortable saying, I'm a doctor, I'm a nurse, I'm a, right. you know, I'm, I'm law enforcement, I work at the government, I work at the county, whatever, whatever. Right. And, and to be honest, if you're talking to somebody at a swing event, they're probably either a nurse, a doctor, <laughs> law enforcement, <laughs> or fireman. Those are, or a teacher, sorry. Those are the top professions uh -huh. that seem to be in swinging. Uh, occasionally yeah. run into accountants or lawyers or judges. Right. Uh, web developers but it, it's not as common as no. those first five no. we talked no. about no definitely not oh my goodness okay so the next one this is your favorite <laughs> chatty ken or chatty kathy yeah do not monopolize a conversation because it gets really unsexy we met some really really sexy people on one of our trips to Costa Rica and we, we really liked them but it was actually two separate couples the men from both of these couples were in some sort of position one was a salesman and I don't know one was a market I don't know what they were but their jobs must have required them to talk a lot because they talk so much for the first few days I thought oh they're just really nervous they'll calm down no that's just by day four five I was like oh you again the sexy meter just kept dropping and dropping and dropping because I it, I couldn't get I they didn't get to know me they just kept talking about themselves. So by day five, I just started fucking with them. And I said to Ed, I'm like, watch at dinner. I'm going to try and change the conversation every time, single time they, they talk. Watch. And I was just literally fucking with them, trying to just, and yeah, for my own humor, right? To steal the conversation back. <gasps> These guys were good. I kept trying. I kept trying. And they kept bringing it back. And they kept bringing it back. I was like, like, they didn't even hear me. So after about three times, I was like, oh, now I get you. You're not even listening to me at all. Right. All right. You just zero. Done. It was such a shame. Yeah. It was disappointing because we'd, we'd actually started to kind of make some connections with, yeah. with a few of those couples. And... <laughs> so it's, weird it's just, they like just punched holes in the bottom of the boat and the whole thing just i've sank. never met such chatty kens in my whole life and two of them were at this right yeah okay if you're nervous drink <laughs> smoke something pinch yourself ask your wife to talk for a while or you're a, whoever take deep breaths Ask more questions, right? Yeah, do do more listening. Do more listening. <laughs> because you're not going to get any action if you're doing all the talking. Hey there, podcast listeners. You've been tuning into our episodes 
But have you ever wondered about the steamy details of our adventures, or maybe hungry for some sultry, erotic stories? Well, guess what? We've got something special just for you. Our exclusive Patreon page. It's like a VIP pass to the saucier side of our world. So if you're ready for an exclusive behind-the-mic experience, head over to our Patreon page now. Trust us, this is where the magic happens. See you there, patrons. Yeah, because people like to talk about themselves. I get it. But a good listener wants to hear about somebody else, too. And so if, if you're doing all the talking, you're not doing as much listening. Exactly. And if you're doing all the talking, you're not doing any listening as to what she wants when you're down on her. And she says, lick to the left, lick to the right, lick in the center and suck real tight. He's not going to hear that. No. Very important instructions. Please pay attention. You know, I just made that up. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I need good. To, we need to write that down. I want to say that again. <gasps> we can make a song out of that. <laughs> all right. Next one. What is it? Boom, boom, boom. Being too honest. Yeah. And this is similar to the kind of the verboten subjects that we mentioned before. You know, don't you don't have to go into a bunch of detail about your family stuff, like the dynamics, how many kids you have, all that kind of stuff. Um, don't talk about the skeletons you've got in your closet, <laughs> right? Nothing to scare somebody off like yeah. hearing about all the weird bad things that yeah. you've done in your past we've um, had people tell us about lawsuits and i was like hmm. yeah some were interesting some were a little uncomfortable i'm like hmm. because depending on the perspective of the person you're talking to just like the forbidden subjects right. maybe they don't feel the same way as you do and <laughs> you've now set this up as like <laughs> oh that's awkward because hmm. hmm. yeah the, the just, long and short of it is keep it sexy. Sim- simple. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Next topic. Nothing nice. If you don't have anything else nice to say, as your mom would tell you. Don't, don't say, say anything. It. Negative talk of others is definitely not sexy. No. And it's very, very off-putting. So please, please, please don't do that about others you can talk about others and say hmm you know you could say i guess how how we have warned others about others for example um we know of a particular gentleman whose condom frequently tends to slip off Yes. And so I have warned one of my very good friends that of that. And I said, he, he's very nice. He's fun to play with. But I would be careful. Pay attention. Pay attention. Check if it. you want to play with him, by all means, do so. But just be aware of where the condom went. <laughs> She's like, okay. Yeah. And, and, and that's not speaking badly of them no. per se. You're not... It's a word of caution or awareness for somebody. Right. I guess that's the way to do it. Where we've seen it, it's 
they were terrible lay or they can't, you know, whatever. Yeah, like way bad, like disrespectful, not good. Well, it it's kind of awkward to hear Whoa. somebody else being torn down. Right. Secondly, you're talking to somebody who you want to play with and right. they're thinking, uh, am oh. I going to be a victim of that same yes, level of talking yes, yes. to the next couple? Right. Exactly. And let's all be honest. Not everybody is a full-on rock star porn star in every sexual encounter. It may have been a bad night. <laughs> right, right. You got to give people a break. So, yeah, complaining. Don't complain. It's not sexy. Yeah. Okay, done. We're good. Done. We're done with uh, nothing nice to say. Uh, the next topic, don't get too high or too drunk because y'all know you ain't that sexy yeah not only are you not that sexy if you go too far over the edge you lose that connection with someone and we talked about this at one of our parties that we went to some friends of ours he he likes to smoke pot which is fine i don't have an issue with that but when he he uses the parties to to really kind of just smoke a little more i think and so he he tends to check out yeah he's he's in his own little world and so i can't connect with him therefore not sexy <laughs> it, it basically turns into the exact opposite of chatty ken right it's yeah it's completely silent and almost comatose <laughs> you, you can't you can't engage with him you still can't connect yeah yeah so you you lose that not to mention the fact that if you're too drunk or too stoned or whatever a you may not be feeling very well at the end of the night right you could end up throwing up and being asked to never come back to a party oh yes that does happen that, and we've seen that happen a number and of people times. tend not to get asked back so that's yeah. kind of a, a big thing actually yeah yeah so everything in moderation yeah and long and short of this you want to have a good time, so don't overdo it. Right. Because you could end up with an ED situation. You could end up with uh, just sitting in the corner, sipping on water, hoping that the room stops spinning kind oh, of situation. Oh, golly. Because none or, of that's fun. Or you or get sexy. yourself into a situation where you didn't really consent to something you normally would if you were more sober. Right. And then which, you're sorry for about it the next day. And that's no fun. Yeah, you start breaking rules or boundaries or something happens right. that you just don't know how to handle. Exactly. Next item. Don't be pushy or desperate. Sex should be fun because it is fun. Yeah. It's not an agenda. And it's not a bucket list item. Although I... I we do have bucket list items, but, but we have a list. A bucket list. But it's not the goal. Yeah. Yeah. You have a list, and then the night progresses. You're not going to the to the event or to someone's house with a unless you know them really well, and you do have a list. And we did have a couple that we really knew pretty well, and we yeah. did have a list. And we we're like, okay, let's try this next time, and that was super fun. But generally, you don't. And you, but you have your list, and then at the end of the night. At the end of the party, you're like, oh, my God, that was one of the things on the list. Yeah. We get to check that off. <laughs> yeah. It's super fun. We've had a few of those. Next one. Too flirty. That's me. Um, <laughs> uh, if if I drink a little bit too much, 
then I tend to be super flirty. <laughs> um, I'm flirty enough as it I is, know. but I get even more flirty. You get to be the, like the lover flirty. Oh, it's, it's a little, it's a little off-putting to one partner and it could be off-putting. Phoebe appreciates it to a certain degree and she <laughs> thinks it's fun, but you could be off-putting to the spouse of the person who you're flirting right with. right they may not be able to handle it some people just don't like that like super intimate thing and there's right. a point at which it becomes awkward right so or you start write checks that maybe can't be cashed because you're all in and your partner's like mm, i'm not sure yet we need to talk about this <laughs> so <laughs> And, and it's important while you're flirting to get to know the couple. Yeah. So flirting can be good because mm -hmm. you kind of open up some doors and you set the mood. And it's sexy, which is important. Right. Keep the touching to an appropriate level. And, right. And what What is that? It kind of depends on the situation. You can have to read. It does. Things. Um, it does. But too much touching during a conversation can be off-putting. Mm -hmm. uh, and not enough, maybe you're not showing interest. So, you know, touching the hand or the arm as you're having a conversation or little hand on the knee kind of thing mm -hmm. during mm -hmm. a conversation can be fun. Or dancing. Mm -hmm. And when you're mm -hmm. dancing, all kinds of things happen. Oh, yeah. With the flirting and the touching. Yes. And the dress is coming up. <laughs> or, yes. Or down. <laughs> Fetishes is another one. Uh, many do exist, and not all swingers are into them. So, you know, don't try to pressure others into one, you know, if that happens to be your thing. But make sure uh, they do know that you have a specific fetish sure. and that you are currently engaging in one. For example, the dom and sub role early on we ran into this couple where the dom and sub role was was um actively going on that night and i was not allowed to talk to her only to him but i didn't know that he didn't tell me that right. so when i talked to her i kind of got in felt like i got in trouble and then then he told me you, you can't talk to her unless you talk to me first right and then i felt bad because I felt you, like I offended them yeah, because I didn't know. And then I felt something. like I should know because, I, but I didn't know. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me? And so, so I had all these emotions that were like going back and forth, not wanting to offend people, not knowing the rules. And, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and, and at the time we had exactly like zero experience with. Oh the yeah. This lifestyle. was like one of the very first of three parties. Except or something. for the whole thing that happened to me in college, which is a whole probably a whole other episode we could get into what you had a dom sub thing in college oh the, the fetish club i went to in san francisco oh. for anybody who's old school bay area uh from, you think back to the mid 90s there was a, a club in san francisco called the trocadero and they had a an event each week called bondage a go-go Oh. And it was my first exposure to the whole wow. leather and bondage and fun stuff. It was hot uh, being in college and watching all that stuff going on. Lots of pushed up boobs and mm. yeah, that was fun. 
Mm, that sounds fabulous. I don't think it goes on anymore, but <laughs> it was a thing. All right, next one. Power balance. Most people want everyone to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, this goes kind of into what I was talking about with the fetishes. You've got your dominant or submissive role. Um, can be off-putting or confusing. Just make sure you know. You tell that person, right? And, uh, oh, the other one, the power, the power balance. I don't like this one. The director. Yes. We ran into that a lot in the very beginning and not so much anymore. Do this. I want to see you lick, lick her pussy. Look her tit, touch her tit, kiss her, kiss her. I want you to do it, do it. Like the guy, I'm like, I'm not in a porn. I'm not getting paid. Like, really? I got to do whatever I want to do. Oh my God. That was such a turnoff. I, it would make me mad, but I don't, I don't see or experience people doing that anymore, which is good. It it happens a a little bit, but it's more of like a subtle, subtle suggestion. It's less of that, like, yeah, kind of a pushy thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I did not like that one guy. Actually happened a couple times, but anyway. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you for hanging in there. The last one. Dun dun dun. Passive participation. So swinging takes work. Uh, it does. It really does. You gotta I mean, get you got it. You got to find the events. Mm-hmm. You're on the prowl during the event, trying to find the right people. You're making conversation. You're you got your A game on. Um, You're constantly. We are constantly surveying the room the entire time hustling we not that we're working (laughs) but we're working we are because you're trying to meet as many people or as as you can in a limited amount of time and make a lot of great connections in a limited amount of time and hopefully make something happen in a limited amount of time right there's a lot to do. People turn to pumpkins past a certain hour, so yes, you got to be on your game. Yes, and the, kind of the the whole prep leading up to it is also a very active participation thing for you know anybody who's been on a dating site before or on a swinger site. It you know it takes an active level of engagement with the site, mm-hmm. following up on emails, reaching out to people constantly working on your profile mm-hmm. you know you gotta add new pictures take things down you change your your wording you've had a play experience that has changed your boundaries well yep. now you gotta go update your yep. profile yep and if you're on a couple different sites you got two or three different sites you gotta go update yep. you gotta join groups you're you know you are moving all the time it, it's like any hobby right you you've got to keep working it you got to put the investment and the time into it now i will say i do have empathy for for the people that aren't updating their 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 profile on a regular basis and things like that because you know you jump in and you get overwhelmed and you jump back out for a little while and you're not that's not your main focus or you've got young kids or you're taking care of a parent and life happens you've changed jobs and other stuff gets in the way you're not on the site every week or every day or even once a month absolutely so but when you do decide that you want to jump back in and you want to start you know getting more yeah stoking the fire you probably have to be on that minimum once a week, minimum, 
Yeah. And, and you know, you go in, you hadn't been on in a while to update your email, um, make sure that you're, you're reaching out to people who you're interested in. And, mm -hmm. you know, if, if you choose to, you can also let people down gently if you're not interested. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, like when you're on there, take care of your business and move along. Right. Um, there's also the whole aspect of creating communication accounts. So right, right, right. me, we, those kinds of things. It's a way to stay engaged kind of outside of the normal swing sites. Right. Um, you've made a connection with somebody and you want to maintain that connection. Yep. You it's check important. in. Yeah. So as you start to go to more parties, go to more events, meet more people, get connected, you know, it just starts to build and build and build and build. And then, then you start, you know staying in touch and staying yeah. in touch. And then all of a sudden people are reaching out to you for a party and, you know, things like that. And most importantly, if you want to stay in this for a while, you've got to make connections when you attend parties. You go to a party, you make those friends, and you find out about other parties. And those parties, you find out right. about other ones, and you start to build up your network. Exactly. That's what I was just saying. I think I jumped ahead of you. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, those connections are important and parties are a good way to make those connections because Definitely. you find out about more parties. Right, right, right. Oh my goodness. That was a long list, but really, really good. Hopefully this helps you get the swing back in your swing game. Have fucking fun. Specifically fucking fun. Yeah. Thanks is, for listening, everyone. This is Ed. And Phoebe saying... Thanks for listening to Swinger University, where we give you more than just the tip. The Swinger University needs your help. If you like our podcast, let the world know, or at least tell a fellow swinger or two. Not only will you be helping us, you'll be helping your fellow swing lifestylers. Please rate and review us on Apple, Google, and Amazon podcasts. You can share your favorite episodes on social media. We're at TikTok, at Swinger University, Twitter, and Instagram, at SwingUPodcast. Email us at SwingerUniversity at gmail.com and visit our website at SwingerUniversity.com where you can find more information as well as visit our affiliates page to get a free 30-day membership at Cassidy.com. Thank you for listening to Swinger University, your horizontal enrichment podcast. Hey, have you heard? SDC is more than just a dating site. They have expert contributors and educators like us and from all around the world to guide you in everything from how to talk to your partner about swinging and the different kinds of open relationships. You can also find out what you need to know before opening up your relationship, common swinger conflicts, and how to resolve them. Have you ever wanted to know what a swingers club is like? How to meet other swingers? Find a unicorn? Be a hot wife? Well, you can find all that information as well and much, much more. Check out SDC by clicking the link in the show notes and get your free seven-day membership.